Hey guys, welcome to Fantasy Effect episode number 34. We got some burning questions for you. We got, we're sponsored by Dynasty Daddy. We're brought to you by Dynasty Theory and the Fantasy Football Infinity. And I do it backwards in three different ways every single time we do this. But we got Jay with me and Holler. How's it going, guys? Good, man. And you're just keeping people on their toes, right? Making sure they're listening, right? So, Yeah, I like it. You're changing it up every time. Um, I'm having a rough do. week. If you guys noticed my little tidbit in the beginning you of our intro, A-Chain yeah. was my number two running back. We'll get to that in the news, but bummer. So are you going to update it or are you just going to ride it Tough into the stuff. ground? I'm, I'm going to ride it out. <laughs> I think I think you caveat it with the points per game, didn't you? So if yeah. once he gets back on the field, you should be fine. Yep, we'll see. Oh my connection! How's don't worry wrong? about me. Um, why don't we do some? Uh, you guys want to start me up? Let's well, I, go. There's, there's nothing more I'd love than to start you up, Ron. So uh, oh, yes. this this week uh, we're we're kind of going over some some preseason standouts over the first two weeks of the season. So. Uh, Holler, why don't, why don't you hit us with your with your favorite team guy here? Yeah, so I promise I don't love the Washington football team. Um, but honestly, Cole Turner is starting to stand out uh, tight end. You know, if, if you're in a two tight end league, I think that's somebody that probably isn't off your – is probably not on the waiver wire. But if he is, go out and grab him. Um, he's starting to play really well. Um, he's got a, a like a good rapport with Sam Howell. And Washington desperately needs a tight end. Um, and there you got, you know, old Logan Thomas. Um, and then he's he's caught a few balls in, the, in both of the preseason games. I know they're not playing against anybody good on the defensive side, but it's just good to see him getting, you know, getting balls. And then what one good thing is that he is out getting there. Balls. <laughs> he's out there thro- throwing blocks, right. right? So if he's able to throw some blocks, he will stay on the field. And that's one big thing we want to see with tight ends that we're going to put on our on our uh, on our roster and someone that we're actually going to you know play week to week. Um, he's got to stay on the field. So if he stays on the field, he's going to get uh, he's going to get targets. And I think he will actually be the the tight end one in uh, in Washington. It probably does not result into anything too crazy. Um, so probably you know like a good um, tight end. Three, I would say overall, like in that in that in that range. Um, but uh, if you need, you know, if a two tight end, I think that's somebody that you you want to make sure to try to grab. I mean, honestly, if any tight end that that has the opportunity to start, like they have a chance to be useful, especially in two tight ends, yeah. or even in like mm-hmm. just you know two tight end premium, right? Yeah. Like, and you know, if he happens to fall into the end zone a few times, all of a sudden you're looking at like a tight end, like 13, 14 season and he didn't, yeah, you, know, right. he, you don't have to do anything. So, yeah, um, no, so you don't. that's what, where I, where I grabbed him from. Cause I think he's going to be able to start, uh, Logan Thomas is out and he's just actually, you know, putting a good preseason together. Um, and I, I read something, I don't, I, I think it was probably on Twitter or whatever, but he actually, he came in with Sam Howell. And so last year he didn't do much. Um, obviously, and so I think he's been able to, you know, be on that second team last year in the preseason, and and then the he's been able to have a little rapport with with Howell. Yeah, yeah. are we going out to brunch together? You love to you love yeah. to hear that, right? Yeah, Should yeah. If they're going to the breakfast nails. together, that's a serious thing, you know. Bottomless you know, mimosas, well, effort and yeah. cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it can't go. It's got to go well for everybody that does it. Um, sure. Real quick, I got my first Sun God jersey. Thanks, Evan. Proceed. Love it, dude. Uh, I it was funny. 
Let's I, go. When I hopped on, you know, pre-show, I saw the jersey and I was like, who is that? Because I didn't see the four. And I just saw like the one and I was trying to figure out if it was like a like a golf jersey or but oh no. yeah, Ooh, yeah. No, there's, no, there's no golf jerseys around here. Why not, dude? Well, well, McSpangster, uh, you know, I still have trouble trusting old Jared out That's there. Fair. Um, I wish he was more athletic and I would trust him more. McSpangster, who's your guys? Uh surprisingly, I thought you were gonna take this guy, but I, I'm gonna take it. So Tank Bigsby, man, he has looked just just awesome. Like I know it's it's just two preseason games, so I don't want to get, you know, overexcited, but it's it's the preseason yeah. performances and it's, you know, the the news coming out of camp that he's just yep. he's just doing awesome. Like yeah, he's running yeah. over dudes, he's breaking huge runs. Like in both preseason games, he's broken a, a fifteen plus yard run in both games. He's looked awesome doing it. Granted, it's not against the starters, but I think I mean I think he's gonna be on the field a lot more than we than we kind of thought. I think so might too. Be. I think he's gonna eat into ETN's workload, but Man, I'm just excited for some Tank Bigsby. I I'm really buying in. I think I think Auburn kind of like being such a, a bad yeah. college program. <laughs> yep, that's that's one way to put it. Um, yeah, being so bad, I think it just kind of tainted his his value and, and kind of put a stink on him. But uh, now that he's in a, a functional offense, it's like okay, this this kid's actually talented, and let's let's let him yep let him go. Yeah, I, and I think you know he's it's it's interesting to see what what he'll end up doing. Like I'll, I'll see how they, I can't wait to see how they put both of them out on the field, but I do know that Peterson likes to have two running backs. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he's, mm -hmm. he's going to use them both. Um, and so it just will depend on who gets the more valuable touches, but I think they're both going to be um, usable in, in startup to, in era uh, to start your, your, in a starting, starting lineup. I think that's, that's so exciting. It's so exciting for tank. It really it is. is. Um, you know, all the way from people didn't think tank would get the draft capital. Mm -hmm. I've been in on tanks since before then, you know, since I saw the tape, since I saw the film, um, I'm just, I don't want to overexcite myself on tank picks. Yeah. This is why I can't pick tank picks before my personal. I get too hyped. I'll be bounced off the walls in here. It'll be tank love and tank juice all over the place. Don't worry about it. We'll move on to my guy. And my guy is Javante. The reason I picked Javante is because this dude is going to be back on the field before J.K. Dobbins is, I swear to you, fully healthy. Dang. This man's amazing. <laughs> so, so, so much tank. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Javante John Williams. out here saying he's looking good. Look, they're going to run the ball. You're going to, you don't want Russ throwing the ball anymore. You don't want that game in Russ's hands. You don't want Russ cooking. Nobody's ever wanted Russ cooking except for Russ himself fair so here's here's my concern with javante though right like he's gonna be back on the field but is he is he all the way ready to go i know they say he looks good but is he roll. is he actually ready to go and are are we sure that denver's offense is gonna be good because i'm not i'm still not yeah. bought in on that idea that they're gonna be like they'll be able yeah, to so have that's what i was gonna say as well i'm still worried i, I need to see it before i can buy in um, it's good to hear that he's back on the field. He's that he's looking good. Um, but I just, you know, I think they're still going to ease him in. You know, I, I think if you're going to use him too much right away, he might get re-injured. Um, and that's definitely not something you want. Um, and so sure. it'll, it'll be inter interesting to see. I think uh, Samaj will actually start off a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's going to, you know, but it is really good to see that already he's back on the field. And, you know, you know, I think he had a solid uh, showing in that, preseason game i was just looking yeah yeah, he, yeah 
He played yeah. 12 snaps. Looks like he got he got three carries for 12 yards. Not bad. And then he got a couple of targets in the passing game. So yeah, he's... the man himself says he's healthy himself. You know, and yeah. Dobbins is out here saying oh, things don't feel right. Brees yeah. is out here saying I don't feel comfy cutting. They're all the same. You know, varying different degrees of ACLs here. I guess I should say. But Javante ain't out here complaining. Yeah, no, that's it. Like super to me, that's super important. He's confident in himself, and I think that's honestly half the game. Like he needs to be confident about how he's feeling, and I think that goes a long way. I'm confident in a Sean Payton run game as well. Yeah, you know, 100%, just the run scheme and that being brought over. They always had a good running game in New Orleans, even when the teams weren't super awesome. The running game yeah. has always been there and available to them, and I think that bodes well for Javante and his future. Do we want to move into the news with a I just, I just much wonder, smaller? Oh, one ahead. one real quick thought on that is, yes, they had a good running game, but they also had to respect Drew Brees throwing the ball, whereas Fair. I don't know if defenses are going to respect Russell Wilson the same way. I wouldn't respect yeah. Russell at all. No. Agreed. I'd walk my corners right up there so, and mug them. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I think that's going to be a kind of a fun <laughs> – I don't know if fun's the right word, but a fun team to see if they can turn it around, you know, because there's yeah. a lot of yeah, like a lot of things, you know, is Sean Payton cooked as well as, as Russ, you know, so we'll see. Ooh, a double cook. I don't know. I, yeah. don't, know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Devin A. Chain was carted off in a preseason oh. game. Was this a uh a thing uh I I've lost that one, but he avoided the serious injury. He says he's week to week now. Do you think he just got dinged up a little bit and they're playing the precaution precautionary game? So. Or yeah. do you think that this is, you know, signs of things to come? That's what I was looking for. No, I, so it's funny, like Twitter was trying to all oh, a buzz when the injury happened, when they they saw him mm-hmm. cart off and everyone's like, wrong. wait, he, nothing, nothing happened. Like what, what are we doing? Yeah. And they had to go back into like earlier in the first half when he kind of, he busted that, that kind of bigger run and he got like, like suplex to the ground basically by the yeah. defender mm-hmm. and so people think that he he hurt his shoulder at that point um i think the cart was precautionary i think yeah, we man. we overreact when we see the cart because we're like oh man this guy's yeah. done but in the preseason yeah. man they, they cart you off for anything so yeah i would be waving the cart off so fast like <laughs> it i'd be like get that thing away from me i don't need yeah. a cart for this i can get off i can get off myself it's fine we're good I feel, yeah, when they when they bring that card out, everyone thinks that they're dead. So it's like, come on now. Um, but you know, it it's it's never good, of course. But I think it was pretty. You know, it was good to hear that it was, you know, not a serious injury. Um, but you know, I to me, I think he needs to still be putting like being playing in these games um, to get you know more sure get more acclimated to the yeah to the play the, the playbook. But honestly, what's more than the uh, injury might be the JT the, the JT news. Do you, yeah. Do you think, do you think Taylor's we'll really going to go there though? Like the Dolphins are I, really going to? I just I don't. Yeah. Yeah, we can kind of move um, into to this Mike one McDaniel now, but... McDaniel or McDaniel's S or no S. I don't care. Um, like he comes from the Shanahan system that yeah. they don't really value running backs highly, so I don't see him pushing to trade for JT um, unless you know, we're completely mistaken about how he views running backs from where he came from. Um, I know where was a chain drafted? What was the third round? Was it third, third round? Yeah, third okay. round. So, so I, 
that's the thing. They they don't spend a ton of they didn't spend a ton of draft capital on a chain. I mean, third round is good, but it's not like they spent like an early second right. on them. Yeah, they right. they tried to bring in Dalvin Cook, but then they ultimately didn't want to pay him. They gave Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert pretty bare minimum like bet bet deals. Like they yeah. nothing that they have done has shown that they're willing to pay up for running backs. Yeah. I just sure. Well, I don't think it's and, likely that he goes there. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is I don't I don't think he's going to go there, but that is never you know I have. I have high hopes for a chain, so it's never good to hear that. But at the, you know, for JT to be traded, he's got to get a long-term deal, is what I was like, yeah. what I'm hearing. And mm-hmm. so that's I just think wants. that's, yeah, that's. I don't think that's going to happen with Miami, especially McDaniel. Just not a big running back guy. He uses multiple guys. JT's is got to be your like, you know, your your yeah, every down back. Yeah. yeah, so he's not somebody. I think at the end of the day, he's going to stay in Indianapolis. Will he pull a hawk daddy and all of a sudden he's got an ear infection and a bad back and he can't get on the field? Well, he's already injured. Yeah, so. I was going to say he's already, maybe. he's already, he's already like walking around. Like I think got... the injury, I think the injury is debatable, but. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure, I'm sure a few million dollars his way. All of a sudden that ankle feels yeah, hundred percent better. Yep. So. I feel better. Same. All right. What are the Washington commanders doing playing their starters? Namely, just Terry McLaurin, because yeah. we all know Terry's history. I don't even play for the team or work for the team. You don't. And I knew it was a bad idea <laughs> having no <laughs> having Terry out on the field for an entire half of football. This so, dude misses four to five games a year already. So I, what's the point in him being out there? He's the best player on the team. So yeah. I get that, but you're also breaking in a new offensive system and a new quarterback. I get like there's. There's no substitute for real like in-game experience, and Against and yes, probably probably Terry shouldn't have been in there. But I mean, Hal and Dotson and some of the younger guys probably yeah. did need to be in there. I and yeah. I think I think Terry honestly it was probably more his call than anything because he's such a like a competitive dude. He probably was like, no, I want to be out there with my guys. My guys are out there. I'm going to be out there. Uh, it's unfortunate what happened, but yeah. it sounds like it could have been a lot worse. Um, yeah, the, so, my issue is. Turf toe is a little like very lingering, kind of linger, right? And so you know, all I, season long, I on Sunday I had two of my like home redraft leagues, and I I think I got McLaurin both of them kind of later, and I I was feeling really good, and then Monday that kind of shot me shot me down as well. But I think right, it'll right be okay, toe, huh? right in the toe, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be okay because you know even if he misses like a week or two. Uh, he's a competitor. I know he he misses a couple games a year, but I think, you know, maybe just get this injury out of the way. Here's, but here's yeah, the, I, thing, the the turf toe can be depending on the severity can be a problem or not because I think pretty sure Justin Jefferson had a, t- a turf toe injury late last year and he was fine, right? Like you didn't even notice yeah. anything was different. Well, so I mean, when you're like godly all the time and you just kind of slightly come down from that, it's hard to tell the difference. To be honest, that's true. That's true. Also, I just, I, I just wanted ahead. to say one thing about McLaurin. You guys are throwing this out there. So, like, he missed three games in 2019. He missed two in 2020, and he's played 17 games the last two years. So, uh, oh dang, he. I think part of it is he's on the injury report a lot, and so you just yeah, kind of think cool. like, oh, he's injured. Um, but he he does play now. That might actually be worse because then you feel like you need to start him, and then he's, he's Mike Williams up, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't do anything, but he does. Yeah. He does get on the field quite a bit. So. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Did you guys know JSN broke his wrist? This was news to me. It was the same here. I I saw the, well, it it didn't look good when he came like down. He came down right on his hand. 
I didn't think anything of it because he, you know, just got tackled and he got up and got all hyped about his, uh, but what I noticed the most out of that is he got caught from behind. Right. And so at least kind of, that's all he does. That's kind of what we talked about (laughs) earlier, but I don't know. That's not very good. He, he, to be fair, he beat, the defender and he got a ton of separation <laughs> first. So we, Listen, we take, he knows we how to get open. Points. He is not going to be any sort of burner. I would have taken that is you know, for I sure. I would have liked the extra five or six points if he got that touchdown, though. Yeah, you know, fair. And Tyler Lockett would have. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's I was, what I, was I saw that. Say, as Tyler well. Lockett, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He still got open. It sounds like it's like kind of weird because I think. Uh, Pete Carroll said a three to four week timeline, which puts them kind of back in like the week three ish area. But there was mm-hmm. some I, I didn't see or get clarity on whether or not he actually got surgery on his wrist or not, or if they just he was gonna get surgery or if he's getting a second opinion. I'm not sure if he ever got it. So that that timeline might be pushed back even further. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I think the the biggest impact on this is more to his redraft value than it is to yeah. dynasty value. I don't think dynasty is going to have any long term effects, but but redraft, uh, it's his draft capital is going to plummet. I think because you're not going to get him for the first month of the season, probably. Yeah, I agree 100 percent. That I don't think I think I saw something in the Discord that somebody was asking if there was a buy window for JSN, and I don't uh, I, I don't think there is. I don't think his dynasty uh, value is going to change at all. To be honest. Uh, so everybody's oh everybody's favorite news reporter uh adam schefter uh jsn yeah is undergoing wrist surgery today in philadelphia okay that was yesterday okay that's what yeah so so i kind of had a feeling already it's not obviously not good that he got injured but i had a feeling he was going to kind of start the season slow anyway um so Mm -hmm. you know if you if you have any uh uh lock it that's really good for tyler lockett to be honest yeah for sure love me some lockett you can't trade him though tried to trade him away today it's okay some guys some guys it's okay to just let die on your roster and just give them take the points he's one of them i'm okay with well i wish he wasn't scoring points on my roster because i need it to be worse i need it to be bad that's what i was gonna say is that anyway we don't want some of these burning questions Let's do it, man. What's Love burning you up? What's burning you up, McSpanky? Well, a lot of things, but we'll stick to uh, <laughs> we'll stick to football at this point in time. Um, DJ Moore, right? Can he's currently the wide receiver nineteen in ADP? Um, can he pay off that value? I think uh, so. Ron's not. I I don't know to be honest. I know I know. Spank or uh, Ron loves him some. DJ Moore, you know, I, I feel like there's high hopes for him. I worry uh, with how much Justin Fields lacks his ability to throw the ball. It's a lot but, of only throws right, to DJ where's, Moore. Where's my time. challenge flag? I'm going to pull a coach down here. Oh, Justin, just, Justin, Fields is, Justin Fields is a fine passer to the football. Okay. That's go back, watch his, go back and watch defense. his college tape. He throws a really pretty ball. He's had you a terrible offensive line. So? He's had terrible wide receivers. I think this is his first year with actual NFL caliber like talent at the receiving core, and I think he's going to show a lot of people wrong that he can he can throw the football. The Moon Man. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, um, I just think there's a lot of a lot of hype for DJ Moore, and so I I, I don't know. I think he, at the end of the day, he'll probably be like WR, maybe 23, 24. So it's kind of around the same as the ADP, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's going to be very hard for him not to kind of just looking at him historically and what he's done. 
He's got, you know, uh, minus his rookie year and last year, he's been over 1,100 yards every single year. Um, this past year, he upped his touchdowns, and he was only at 888 yards, and that got him to wide receiver 24. So, you know, he just has yeah. to have a ho-hum DJ Moore year, and he's sitting right about at his ADP. And are you really going to be upset about – four to five spots off of the ADP. I'm not going to be, I would be like, all right, well, it looks like we were right on that one. I yeah, think and if he, he could honestly go slightly higher based off of his volume and the lack of pass catchers in Chicago. Yeah. And if he ends up, you know, anywhere in the 20 to 24 range, he's still going to be WR two. Right. And so right. if you're getting that at the ADP of wide receiver 19, and I think Spanky's going to talk about this here, but uh, it's probably the best quarterback he's going to play with he has played with yes yes yeah. thank you i'm glad yeah. you said something nice about justin fields uh, well i mean it's not like it's a murderer's row list yeah, yeah. let's let's look at the list right we got we got yep. cam newton which is just the off, end of cam's career which look exactly in a vacuum you're like oh cam newton but it was it was yeah. the bad cam newton it was it was yeah. post super bowl post injury yep. uh then you got kyle allen who i don't think is in the league anymore teddy bridgewater <laughs> uh who's just a backup sam darnold who's also wearing number 50 Baker Mayfield, yeah, who's kind of a starter in Tampa Bay, but not a good one. So, <laughs> right. I, I mean, like he's put up 1,100 yards with a cast of clowns throwing him the football. Like Justin Fields, whatever you want to say about him, he's better than than that that group of misfits. Wow. Um, was that was that a hot take? Wow. No, no, no. D- in the in the chat, DJ Moore equals discount digs. I, I that's like what that. people have been calling him. You know how they went out how. Uh, the Bills went out and got digs for Josh Allen, and the Eagles went out yeah. and got AJ Brown for Jalen Hurts, and all of a sudden they skyrocket. That's the thought process of what the DJ Moore situation is, and we'll find out about Justin Fields very shortly here. I, I think so, but I think the other thing too is like if you take him at wide receiver nineteen, he's probably the safest wide receiver two you could probably hope to get in that range because you know he's like worst case he's going to be what like a mid wide receiver 20 yeah. 25 yeah. kind of area and yeah. he has the potential to potentially be like a wide like a backhand wide receiver one so like has a really high floor and i think the ceiling is is there as well so i i and, love me some dj Moore. yeah and nobody else mm-hmm. is there like after dj Moore, there's uh mooney and claypool like i don't i don't i don't worry about either of those guys uh, and there's searching Cole Komet. Yeah, I was gonna say Cole Komet. I mean, yeah, the I'll only was, thing going going I'll for him is he, he he got a lot of money, um, and I God, I don't I think he is gonna be anything either. So nope. it's gonna be a lot nope, of DJ Moore. So I I think you know I'm I'm with you guys. I think he is right gonna be right around his ADP. So I, I think he could be higher. Yeah. Honestly, I was just looking at. Sorry, Ron. I was just looking at. Oh, you know. Ahead. ADP kind of on, on fantasy calc wide receiver 18 Jerry Judy give me give me DJ Moore over yeah. that Agreed. Drake London 17 that's a little dicey toss uh, uh you know what yeah. I'll take DJ Moore I will because I don't trust Desmond Ritter and then that's what that's everybody fair. says I would take uh, that's fair but I'm still taking London I think I'd probably go DJ Moore there as well but I think that's more dependent on your roster construction not sure. to, not to cop out but and then Diggs and Metcalf are directly above them. I think that's where I'd probably draw the line. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't take. Yeah. No way. Not over Stephon Diggs. Or yeah. DK. Yep. I'm there as well. DK is a full grown man that just eats Skittles. What a life. Guys, what a life he lives. Did you guys see that interview he did talking about his diet? No. No. no, no like, le- legitimately, like, 
he eats like like a nice breakfast, right? Like eggs, you know, bacon, sausage, whatever. Oh, he, he does eat in. some good food. And then okay. and then no joke, he eats like three big like shareable bags of candy. That's the rest of wow. all he eats. Like like Skittles. Uh, I think he said like some like sour gummies and like something else. Mm, but like legit, he yeah. this grown man eats candy just all day, and he looks like. I wonder him. how raw his tongue is by the end of the that. day. You know, you eat too many <laughs> of them sour candies, your tongue gets raw, dude. I used to eat candies all the time. You know, when you try to quit smoking and stuff, you chew on stuff. Sure. And, uh, dude, that, it makes your tongue raw. Be careful yeah. out there, DK. You don't want to be running around with a raw tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Make, make, <laughs> he's wow. He's not on the screen anymore. That's a... Well, should we move on to our favorite waiver wear pickups so I don't talk about candy anymore? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I'll be honest. This one was a little tough for me because um, a lot of the guys I kept thinking of, they're all already taken in most of my leagues, like – yeah. I play a lot of people yeah. in the in the Discord, so most of us are pretty, you know, smarter. You know, I would like to say, but uh, so two of my or three of my guys are I talked about already. Cole Turner, if he's available, go grab him. Um, he's gonna, he's, I think he's gonna be the tight end one in Washington. Uh, he's probably not available, but if he is, grab him. Um, Andre Iosivas, I I probably butchered that. But uh, I think he is somebody that you can stash on your roster. Uh, I grabbed him in a couple of my rookie drafts, uh, probably fourth round, and in, or I've already picked him up. Um, he's speedy, and he's putting together a great camp, right? There's already three wide receivers there in Cincy, but they need to pay both T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. So I think after next year, it's, it's pretty wide open. Um, and I know like a couple no name guys got onto the field last year and, and uh, put together, you know, a couple of solid, ga- solid games. Uh, Pr- uh, Princeton. Princeton. Okay. Yeah. I thought um, it was that guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then last, my guy, my guy on my uh, home team, Demarcus Robinson is putting together a great camp as well. Um, I know he's going to be probably available in many of your leagues. Oh, yeah. um, and WR2 and WR3 is wide open for the Rams. I'm hoping my boy really Puka uh, makes makes uh, WR two, but I think um, they're gonna trust Robinson a little bit more than Puka out of the you know uh, at the beginning of the season. Robinson's a sure. solid receiver. He played for the Raiders last year. He did he did well. He gets on the field. He does what he's supposed to do, right? He's not yeah. gonna make any like crazy plays, but he's That's, he's a solid receiver. Yeah. yeah so I think if you if you need some help in the beginning of the season and he's available, grab him. You know, if you got like a three flex spots, four flex spots. It's a deep, you know, 16 team or whatever, something like that. I think he's probably available. Um, and that's somebody that you may be able to, you know, spot start. Yeah. I used to try sure. to do it when he played for Kansas city every once in a while. Yeah. I remember he, yeah, he's, he's been all over the place. Has, I think he played yeah. a little bit in Baltimore last year as well. He did. So he did. Yeah. Um, uh, well, my guy, I don't know if you can get him anymore off waivers, but he is Richie James, and he does play for the Kansas City Chiefs. And the reason I have him is he's a steady Eddie out there. Um, and, you know, Patrick Mahomes will find his steady Eddie when he needs him the most. Yep. Um, there's no dominant receiver as of yet. We think that it's going to be Sky Moore just kind of based off of the camp hype and him being having his second year in the system, the – um, Juju leaving, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey is always going to get his, but there's, you know, there's targets right for the taking there in Kansas city. 
So that's why I went with old Richie James. I like Richie James. He he actually was pretty useful in New York last year. Yeah, on the Giants. Like, he was. I was just looking. He had you know, sixty-seven targets, which doesn't have a ton, but like five hundred sixty-nine yards, four touchdowns. A lot of that came in the back half of the season. Um, yeah, I mean, like there were there were plenty of times where if you needed a, a flex play, he was he was ready to roll, and he, yeah. he didn't. Yeah. He never he never like burned you either. Like he always put up at least a, a decent stat Steady line. Steady Eddie, so. baby. Yeah, and he was playing with with uh, Daniel Jones, so you. You know, get Slide a huge upgrade. upgrade it. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> huge upgrade there. And so I think yeah. he's going to – the hard part with Kansas City, I think we've talked about it before, is just you got to pick the right guy. You know, I think it's going to be – somebody will come. Yeah. You know, it'll probably be one of the younger guys. But I think in the beginning of the season, Richie, Richie James might put together some some solid games, might get a couple touchdowns here and there. Don't sleep on Sky Moore, man. He's so cheap. Yeah. He is cheap. Richie, he's, yeah. He's free. Yeah. Yeah, if he's available, yeah. grab him. I don't. I when I saw the, the show doc yesterday, I went and it, took a look and see if you know some of my better teams. Uh, but he wasn't available. Yeah, Bummer. he's probably. Yeah, we probably should have put like a. Uh, you got to be a free agent in so many odd leagues, percentage wise. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was. Fun. You know, that's what I was having a hard time. I did time not with. look like, at all. I was just like Richie James. <laughs> yeah. I bet Iosifus, you, I, I think it's how you say his name. I'm not entirely sure, but the, the wide receiver from Cincinnati, I bet you could find him on waivers. I, yeah, he's definitely, he definitely is. I know Robinson is. I bet yep. seeing uh, this next guy, Holler, or not Holler, McSpank, this is your guy. Rico Dowdle? Yeah. Dowdle? I don't know how you pronounce that either. The Waddle? I probably, sh- I probably should have looked that up. It's spelled like Dow- like Cowdle, but like with a yeah. D, so I, I'm assuming it's like Dowdle. Anyways, uh, I, it sounds like he's taking over the, the running back two role in Dallas. I know there's Deuce Vaughn that's you know tearing it up in the preseason, but let's I mean he's five six. So let's listen. The deuce, the deuce is loose. Dude. Okay, but hold on. He is phenomenal. Okay. Don't sleep <laughs> on him. He's whoa. fun, right? He's fun. He's electric. For four years he did that at Kansas State. I understand. I it's a little bit different in the NFL. I know. Than the I Big know, Twelve. A little bit. A little bit. But yeah, but Dattle's like he's a he's a big back, man. He's six he's six foot, two fifteen. He's really the only like power guy that they have so i could easily see him getting getting goal line work there and in dallas and i mean i mean the ghost of zeke elliott last year fell into the end zone about 12 times so not saying he'll do that but if he gets the opportunities man like you know he he could fall into the end zone you know six seven times and put up a kind of a ho-hum little you know get you through some bye weeks and yeah that's an two and i saw mccarthy was talking about him you know he's um hyping him up a little bit he's finally healthy you know, he's big, big back, strong, you know, so I think um, yeah, we'll see. But I think he could maybe, you know, pick up some of that Zeke slack. Might be useful for like a handful of weeks there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next guy, I have a I have a pair of wide receivers uh, on this next one. These are more of a kind of like a stash for next year. It's Rakeem Jarrett and Trey Palmer, both wide receivers out in Tampa Bay. Trey Palmer has been lighting up training camp. Yeah. Um, and then Rakeem Jarrett is a guy I like coming out of college. He can't, he played at Maryland. He had a really good junior year. His senior year, he kind of took a step back, which is why he did. He went undrafted ultimately, but he's a, he's a good talent. He's been making some plays too. Um, Russell Gage is already hurt and he's out for the year. Honestly, he might be on his, on his last leg there in Tampa. Mike Evans is on the last year of his deal. I think he has got three void, you know, years at the end of his deal. So he's probably gone after this year. Baker Mayfield isn't isn't there for the long term. I think this is a, a rebuilding team. Like there's a decent chance that they're bad, and next year some of those guys mm-hmm. they might get decent playing time. So, yeah. mm-hmm. quick question. I like uh, 
Who is like throwing these balls for Trey Palmer to be lighting up camp? That's a good that's question. A good, uh, that's a great question. Think, well, we Baker. get that guy out there start. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Baker. Uh, could be, yeah, could be, could be Trask though. Uh, that kind of that kind of cracks me up when we know who the quarterback is, but then we got this, this wide receiver just lighting camp on fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's um, a great question. It's also concerning for the the Bucks defense. Sure, uh, I mean, is he going against the another. starters? Is it you know? Supposedly. Is it Butler out there? Uh, we'll see. Alrighty, uh, ready for what's burning you up next, McSpanky? Of course, always ready. So the next one here. This is actually this one comes to us from uh, from Reddit actually, but someone was asking about Jordan Addison versus George Pickens. Basically, the the idea here was George Pickens is he's kind of getting ready to take a step forward in year two. He's really dependent on whether or not Kenny Pickett can support multiple wide oh, receivers, like and then Jordan Addison <laughs> being a rookie in Minnesota. Um, they're they're kind of. They're kind of right around the same kind of ADP in that range. And then I actually have them projected to finish fairly closely, but I wanted to get your guys' thoughts there on Jordan Addison versus George Pickens. I don't know I'll if I just Jordan hate – Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know if I just hate George Pickens or what, but out seven days out of the week, I'll take Jordan Addison. Yeah, okay. baby. I bet you feel differently if you played for the Commanders. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so no, my uh, big thing – I, I like to have I would like to have a wide receiver that's getting you know the ball from Kirk Cousins as opposed to Kenny Pickett. That's a whole yeah. hell of a lot easier for me to trust um, at this moment in time. I think George Pickens is going to be uh, a boom bust flex. Um, yeah. I think he's going to have 100%. some highlight reel catches um, and he's going to do some freaky stuff and he's going to scream really loud at some people and really flex at them. And other than that. I think that's about it. I don't think he's a one. I think he's, you know, I think he's. And I think what's really helping Addison is it's going to help him a lot is he's going to be on, you know, the side of uh, Justin Jefferson. And so I think he's going to be open a lot. And I think, you know, Justin Jefferson is going to get his, but I think Addison's going to, it's going to maybe take a little bit of time. So I think that this, this year they're closer together than, but I think moving forward, I just hundred percent feel more confident with Jordan Addison. So, we we mentioned that Jordan Addison, we have the better quarterback, but there's a decent chance that Kirk Cousins doesn't return to Minnesota next year. Do we still feel the same way if in next year, if let's say Kenny Pickett takes a step forward and he's just league average, decent quarterback play, right? And then Minnesota, let's say Kirk Cousins leaves and I don't know who their quarterback is, but do we still feel the same kind of safety net of Jordan Addison there. I mean, he gets still playing with Justin Jefferson, but I mean, his quarterback, I mean, who, who knows? Uh, honestly, I, I do. Uh, I, I just think to me, George Pickens is more of a boomer bust guy. He just, you know, has those high highlight real plays. Uh, and so I don't know. I, I, it will depend on how this, this year happens, of course, you know, but uh, I just think at the end of the day, I'll, I'll take Addison. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still going to be Addison. Um, that is a good point, McSpanky, but still we don't know uh, what Matt Canada has done to improve his offense um, as an offensive coordinator uh, for the Steelers. Supposedly it's better, but better for Steeler country is let's run the ball 30 times with Najee and yeah. not worry about, you know, and let our top five defense take care of the rest. Like they could just pack it all in and say, nope, let's just be smart with the ball here. And, I was just going to say that I feel like also 
um, Deontay Johnson is going to actually get some touchdowns this year. And so that's going to take away from Pickens, right? I, I don't know, obviously, off the top of my head, how many touchdowns Pickens had last year, but I think some of those came because uh, Deontay Johnson didn't get some. But it, it'll just depend. And I think, honestly, I don't, I, I like where Deontay Johnson is going in startups, but I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of out on both of those guys. I'll take Deontay just because of the strict volume play. Um, and he's always open. And I think Pickens is their downfield threat. They're, you know, go up and get it. 50-50 ball, old school, 1990s wide receiver um, with some one-handed catches. I, I, what I what if I told you last year, Kenny Pickett only threw seven touchdowns and George Pickens caught four of those seven? Does that, does that change your I mind at all? Assuming Pickett Deontay. gets gets closer up to, let's call it like 22, 23. Then that all of a sudden, that if we hold the ratio somewhat true, then all of a sudden Pickens is looking at closer to like eight, nine touchdowns. And then, you know, Deontay Johnson can still get like six or seven, which is generally what he's gotten in the past. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think I initially was was thinking Addison, but I think I kind of talked myself into George Pickens here. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, nope. I yeah, I, I'm still on Addison to that's 100%. Um, I and I so I just think, I I really love the point of you know Kirk Cousins leaving probably after this year, but I think if if they put together a really good a good year, right, and they say they they lose in the the wild card or something like that, and I think maybe Kirk Cousins stays around and and uh, give me the guy that's playing alongside Justin Jefferson. Either Kirk stays or another competitive quarterback comes walks right through the door. Yeah, but that's um, not I, always that doesn't always work out. Like look at Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. Yeah. Listen, let's not besmirch the elite <laughs> Matt Ryan today. Jeez Louise. Is the first name that came to mind. Yeah, that no, offensive I, line was trash all year long. I, Matt couldn't do anything about that. You know he's not an athletic quarterback. Come on. I'm just saying it. The, the, I know. I understand. It always, yeah. it always sounds good in theory, bringing in like a vet, but it doesn't always pan out. What if Trey Lance gets... But I think you can get – an... <laughs> No, God, Trey Lance. <laughs> Yeah, and the Addison's. I just had to throw that in there. Uh, yeah, then everybody's toast in Minnesota. Jeez, Louise. How about Jaron Hall? What if he's really good? Who? Uh, <laughs> I have seen enough of Jaron Hall in college I'm... to pretty confidently say he is not going to be a yep. good NFL quarterback. But I had... could be wrong. Yeah, I had to throw that out there as well. I'm giving out really good guys. Come on now, Trey Lance, Jaron Hall. Come on. See, that's right. the thing. Like. Oh, sorry, and then we can move on. That's the thing, though. Like Minnesota's going to be good enough. They're going to be a playoff team or a fringe playoff team that they're not going to have draft capital if Cousins does move to draft yeah. a good rookie. They're going to have to try to you know hit the free agent pool and that's, see who they can get. The, but the but it's yeah. I mean, uh, who's going to get like a, like a Teddy Bridgewater? Like you're going to oh, yeah, take re- Teddy. You're going to recycle Teddy the tires on Baker? Like well, I mean, no, they they've already had Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is just as good as Kenny Pickett. No, no, he's, oh, I don't. I disagree. No, there. he is not. Good I lord, they're both average quarterbacks. Jeez no, I think. Do you secretly? Oh, okay, I know what happened here. Teddy Bridgewater signed with Detroit, and so now you're. Oh no, I'm always you're like all Teddy, the Teddy train. No, I, I swear to you, you can go back to his Carolina days. I was really excited when he got that job in Carolina. I thought he was going to do something because I really liked him when he was in Minnesota as well as Teddy Two Gloves when he tore his ACL. I thought he got a raw deal out of Minnesota, to be honest. Um, Kenny Pickett and Teddy both wears two gloves. There it is. Dude, There's the connection. It's the, yeah. it's the two glove thing. It's the no, but I just think that 
you know, I think Teddy is a, a fine quarterback, and that's what I think Kenny Pickett can aspire to be as a fine quarterback. And that's pretty much the seal. I think you really hate Kenny Pickett. I think yeah. that's the, the crux of this issue. I, he hates I, Kenny Pickett and loves I Mac can't help Jones. it. I think he's average, and everybody's touting him as some freaking savior. I, I Man, don't think, mainly. I don't think there's that. I just think he was pretty bad last year. He had a lot of turnovers. If, if he kind of corrects in those turnovers – and improves in the red zone, then his numbers look a lot better, and I think we feel a lot differently about him. Well, if yep. Mac Jones doesn't have Matt Patricia in his <sighs> second year, Mac he looks Jones. a lot better too. So if ifs and butts were candies and nuts. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so the man on the cover of this thing, and I don't know why JB would do such a thing to us. This is a Lion-centric podcast. It's a fantasy podcast. I only think it's a Lion-centric podcast. <laughs> but he put Christian Watson on the cover. What are our realistic expectations for this guy? Packers fans, hard... cover your ears. It's not good. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> yeah. It's not pretty. Do you guys want to do it for me? If you think I hate George Pickens, bring in <laughs> Christian Watson. Man, that guy. Um, you know, I just – I have a hard time. I, I see we put down here boom, bust, flex. I, I think bust is going to happen a lot more than boom. Um, you know, I just think the hardest hard, – one of the hardest things right now is Jordan Love, right? Going mm-hmm. from – Aaron Jones to Jordan Love is going to be a big step back. And so I always go back to this and whenever we bring him up, but his touchdowns all came in one or two games, right? And so I just worry about that. And I'm hearing a lot about um, – what's his name? Uh, Dobbs. Yeah, Dobbs. Oh. So I think just think we're hearing a lot about him. And I just think at the end of the day, Christian Watts is going to just be kind of meh. So – I actually really like Christian Watson as a player. He he scored really high in my player model. He's fast as hell, man. He's super fast. His hands are let's call them questionable. Um, <laughs> he, he did uh, like he scored them. all seven <laughs> of his touchdowns in a span of like four games. So yeah, yeah. His, three in one game and three was in one game against three, the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. And then were they all passes the or was one a reverse? I think one was a reverse. No. Yeah, I think he ran like ran in one of them. Yeah, yeah. I so you didn't even have to catch that one. So, but yeah, but also, I mean, the part of that too is Aaron Rodgers was throwing him the ball. Now he's going to Jordan Love, who we think might might be okay. We don't really know, but I think Holler, you you had a, a really good point that I wanted to hit is that it seems like all the news blurbs and like hype pieces coming out of Green Bay is centered around Jordan Love's connection with Romeo Dobbs, yeah. not so much with Christian Watson. I haven't really seen anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a little bit concerning, right? And so I think the Packers team is going to be reliant on Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to run the ball quite a bit. They have a good defense. I, I How much are they going to throw the ball and what, trust Jordan Love to, to huck it? And then are they going to you know, start throwing bombs to Christian Watson? Maybe. I, I just yeah, I don't know. So that's I, what I think. I, when I think of Christian Watson, I just think of like just bombs down the field, right? And I I don't think that's what Jordan Love is, and I also don't think that's what they will let him be right away, right? And so that's going to hurt Christian Watson, and they're going to definitely definitely lean on the running back, both running backs. They have two good ones, and so they they're, uh, they're going to lean on those guys. So I I actually was curious. I was looking at his his um he's wide receiver twenty right now on fantasy calc, which I think is pretty considerably higher than any of us value him and then i pulled up some recent trades that have happened in the last week for watson so christian Mm -hmm. watson traded straight up for austin eckler christian watson was traded for javante williams plus a 24 first 
What? Christian Watson was traded for oh Christian Watson and a twenty four second for Jordan Addison and two twenty four seconds. Like I will take the other side on every single one of those every single day of the week. I will smash every on one of those on the other side. Holy moly! See, that's what I thought too. So I think the fantasy, especially the dynasty community, is really high on Christian Watson and like his redraft ranking. He's going in like the third, fourth round. Like people are expecting he's huge things out of Christian Watson, I, and I don't yeah. see it. Like I have him projected as my wide receiver forty, which maybe that's too low, but man, he'll just, have to be super know. efficient. That's the thing. The way he scores his touchdowns is if he gets into the open field and he has, you know, uh, just a straight line to just go and run. And I mean, he does that very well. He does that trick very well. That is for sure. But like you guys have mentioned, Aaron Rodgers is no longer there. So we're no longer checking to plus plays for, you know, our wide receivers. We, we don't know what Jordan loves. Like, you know, when the bullets are really flying out here, we know what preseason's like and we know what his camp hype is like. Camp hype's great for everybody right now. But also, we've said this already. The camp hype is more for Dobbs, so I just worry a lot about that. If we're hearing, sure. if we were to, if we were hearing things about Christian Watson, okay, then you know maybe we would feel a little bit better. But honestly, I kind of like where you have haven't projected WR forty. Like, if if that's where he was was he was going in startups and redraft and everything, then maybe I would take a shot on him. But he's going super high, and I there's other guys that I would take. All day. I think the Dobbs hype is even quieted. It seems yeah. to be a lot of Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave. Let's tout the rookies as much as we can. Um, yeah. And we all know how I feel about Jaden Reed, even though he went to Michigan State. I don't know that he's, you know, a superstar wide receiver by any stretch of the means. Yeah. No. I think, honestly, who's prob- probably would be like the most, the best out of that receiving core is going to be Musgrave I feel like I mean not not the best you know fantasy option but I just think he will be you know kind of oh he's the check down safety blanket that's let me get out of here let me get done Musgrave is fast too have you did you guys see that report like a couple weeks ago that he was the fastest uh GPS tracked player on from the Packers practice and that included Christian Watson like dang jeez Duke and Hall uh damn he's a he's a good he's a he's really athletic his problem was that he couldn't stay healthy at Oregon State, but when he was on the field, that dude's a monster. Yeah. So that's what I mean is I think, you know, uh, Ron, you already said it, but I think they're going to check the ball down a lot. They're going to use A.J. Dillon. They're going to use uh, um, Aaron Jones. And I think those those three guys are going to be the most beneficiaries of Jordan Love. And then I think there's going to be some boomer, boomer bust games for – Christian Watson. And then I think, you know, but he probably will be a bit better by the end of the season because we'll know what Jordan Love is. Maybe not, but I think if they can get some kind of rapport and, you know, Jordan Love can kind of throw the ball up there, then I think Christian Watson will be okay. But where he's going is is too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super rich for what he brings to the table. That's for sure. 100%. Uh, should we move on down to our favorite resources and tips for the first time dynasty players? Love it. Let's do it. Holler, why don't you why don't you hit us up first? So I want to use this one first. I think my favorite is, you know, the Discord. I, I joined the Dynasty uh, Theory Discord. Uh, I think it was last summer sometime. Uh, Ron actually, you know, DM'd me and, and told me to jump in. Um, and since then, I've, you know, learned so much. And I think that is probably, um, I and I pay for the Patreon. So I think there's so many good resources from mm-hmm. JB, Mitch and Dan. And I just think, you know, that is probably one of the, you know, 
if you want to pay a little bit. I think right now they also have a free option. Um, and so there right now, just throw your questions in there. They have different channels in the Discord. Um, there's a, one of my favorites is the trade. You can throw throw up a trade poll and see. Most of the mm-hmm. time, my trades, I start out really bad. Um, and so I always, you know, pull my trade before I actually send it off. Um, and then, you know, it's 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 probably the, the best spot to start um, and get yourself, you know, start to ask questions and, and you'll learn a ton. The, yes, the, yes. the Dynasty Theory Discord is is free now. Um, there are yeah. like premium channels in there where like there's like a, like a game day chat where a lot of us are in and we're talking about the games that are happening as they yes. go. That's patron and, only, though. And we do some. Yeah. And we do some like watch parties and stuff, too, which is quite fun. Yep. So it's, it's worth it. Yeah, um, I'll just reiterate, you know, the Dynasty Theory. This is where I met these two guys. And, uh, well, actually, I met Howler in a league. I met McSpanky yeah. in, uh, in the DT Discord. But, you know, I think the the Dynasty Theory Discord, like these guys have said, you know, just asking questions, getting to know other people, seeing just a ton of people's just different ideas. Um, there's way more ideas out there than what you could even know. Um, it kind of makes my head spin sometimes. Um but some other places, uh, Dynasty Daddy, of course, they sponsor Dynasty Theory. So talk, Dynasty Daddy can bring you all your players, um, your Dynasty portfolio, gives you contender rankings, rebuild rankings, uh, trade calculators. Um, am I missing any? Like, it does a ton of stuff. I haven't clicked on yeah, the button it's on awesome. that website yet. Um, Dynasty Planet can also be a helpful one uh, for your start-sit situations. I haven't got to use Dynasty Daddy yet for a start-sit or anything like that. So... I figured we'd throw Dynasty Planet still in here. Um, and, you know, one of, one of the biggest things that I kind of got into when I first started is I always just watched football. I didn't do much, um, you know, statistical diving into stuff until I joined the uh, the Discord. And I was like, oh, man, there's like a whole nother world where all these stats and numbers go. And this correlates with that. Um, and I think the best thing to do is just dip your toes in there into the analytics, into the, you know, watching of the film and figure out what you like best and what works best for you. Um, I, I still prefer the film, but so I, I love it. And the analytics is where I really love because I'm, a, I'm yeah. a numbers nerd. And so I, yeah. I live, I live in the sheets, right? Uh, <laughs> With JB. Yeah. yeah JB and I are, are, are deep in our, in our sheets, man. You guys uh, cuddled up. Who's the, who's a little spoon? It, it, Depends on the on the, it on the night. <laughs> they trade they trade off. No, but uh, but yeah, no, like oh. the analytics are awesome. If you're curious about it, like feel free to message me. I'm always happy to talk about it. Or you can join the Discord and we can we can chat. I can show you kind of what some of my player models and stuff look like. Um, I, you mentioned Dynasty Daddy. One of my favorite things on there, especially if you're newer or maybe you're only in like one or two leagues. Um, the, the league power rankings they have kind of gives yeah. you a nice, like unbiased view of how they see how all the teams will stack up. So maybe you think you're a contender and you're debating, should I send out my first? And then they're like, well, your team's actually not as good as you think it is. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, maybe I need to rethink some of these yeah. trades. Yeah. Um, and then DLF, a good gut, gut uh, check there for sure. And the DLF is really good too. They have like a trade finder so you can see kind of where, some some different player like real trades that have happened in real leagues they have a, a, a trade calculator which is always nice it's kind of like a baseline to see if you're you're off or not um and then the the one thing that i would say for like advice and this is something that i struggled with when i started was don't be afraid to trade like mm-hmm. when when i first started i was so worried that like 
I would put everything to a trade calculator, and I was like, "Well, this is a losing value. I I can't do it. Like, I'm right. sorry, man. I just can't. I can't trade her. I'm like, well, if, if my player, you know, goes off, and I'm gonna hate myself. I'm gonna hate this team. It's like, you know what? Like, <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal, and it's supposed to be nope. fun, right? So don't don't nice. stress about like well, this. This trade calculator says I'm losing, you know, by like 200 points. Like, well, do are you getting good players? Do you like those players? Other like, one and win by two. Just have points. fun. Yeah, like it doesn't and. I always feel like trade calculators, they're always, you can make an argument for all of them. You know, like there's not, that's why I really love the, the, the dynasty theory discord, because you can throw that poll up there. A lot of times people have different views and it's awesome to just start to chat about it. And then you kind of can, mm-hmm. you know, walk yourself off the ledge. And then like, honestly, my favorite part of dynasty in general now is trades. Trades are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting getting different players and you know kind of managing your, your portfolio if you start getting into multiple leagues uh some mm-hmm. yeah. some people you know only have you yeah, know one helpful. two three leagues yeah. some people might have more than that um, <laughs> i'll just leave it at that yeah yeah we'll just leave it there my wife might listen one day <laughs> um also don't be afraid to plant your flag on your guys you know oh, if yeah. they're your guys say they're your guys you know and i'm not trading them for nothing give me your soul for them you know whatever whatever it takes um uh most importantly listen to this podcast fantasy effect with these two smart guys sitting next and to me you're you're a smart guy too to my huh? right to my right oops depends on how you're looking at the screen yeah it depends on, yeah well everything it does it backwards i'm you're to my right on my screen both of you guys it's thanks fantastic. for saying i'm smart too though fantastic <laughs> audio for the podcast this is an awkward ending here um well, and then uh, we Dynasty Theory, Dynasty Theory has their podcast every Tuesday as well. Yes, um, and if you so, sign up for their Patreon, you get pivot points on the weekend, and yep. the pivot points is where you really crush everybody else. So, also, yeah. we have actual meaningful football. It's not, it's not NFL football, but whoop, college, whoop, college whoop. football does start this Saturday. Oh, week zero, yes, sir. USC is playing with Caleb Williams. Uh, there's a couple. couple oh, I know Notre Dame's yeah. playing as well. There's a couple bigger schools playing, but oh, mostly smaller schools. Get... But there's some there's some decent players out there. So you guys will get to watch Caleb, won't you? Because you guys live on the West Coast. I won't get. Yes, to sir. That. On the best coast, baby. Let's I go. think that game's at like five, though. So you you might be able to you might be able to see some of it. I think, I think it's on Pac-12 TV though, and I don't have Pac-12. Pac-12 TV after dark. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, pretty soon they're going to be in, in your in big ten country, and you get to, you get to watch whoop, 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 whoop. those USC yeah, uh, without kickoffs against without Northwestern. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. That'll be real sweet. All right. Well, well should we get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's Thank do you, it. everybody, for watching. Appreciate you. See you guys. Peace. Peace.